from NPM, the National Association of Pastoral Musicians. This is episode 151 of Ministry Monday. Ministry Monday is a weekly podcast about music, ministry, and liturgy produced by the National Association of Pastoral Musicians, or NPM. What is NPM? NPM is a national association that fosters the art of musical liturgy. The members of NPM serve the Catholic Church in the United States as musicians, clergy, liturgists, and other leaders of prayer. For more information, go to npm.org forward slash join. Have a question? Email us anytime at ministrymonday at npm.org. Hello, and welcome to Ministry Monday. I'm your host, Amanda Bruce. If you're new to the podcast, hello. We're so glad you're tuning in with us. Each week, Ministry Monday offers a podcast episode for the church music minister on topics that seek to help you learn, grow, challenge, and inspire. If you haven't done so already, I encourage you to subscribe to Ministry Monday wherever you listen to podcasts each week. And hey, thanks for joining us. Today, we continue a three-part series on media ministry and the many ways that we can use technology for outreach and communication with parishioners and non-parishioners alike. One of the topics that is most requested is live streaming for liturgies. Many Catholic churches scrambled to live stream for the first time last year when COVID-19 shut down dioceses across the country. And while many dioceses are slowly returning to less and less safety precautions, media ministry is a term that is becoming a much more prevalent term to the Catholic staff vocabulary. Digital outreach, including live streaming, is an area that is always evolving and expanding. And thankfully, I spoke to A.J. Holmes to dig deeper on this topic. A.J. has been in church his entire life. His father was a pastor for over 35 years, and he has served in multiple positions, including usher, junior deacon, musician, and choir director. AJ has been a minister of music slash musician at numerous churches for almost 30 years. AJ also served in the Marine Corps as a communication technician, and once separating, he attended and graduated from Hampton University with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science. AJ is the creator and owner of Technobabble LLC, an IT company focused on helping houses of worship. AJ's YouTube channel, ebooks, website, and digital educational offerings seek to broadcast God's word across the world. On February 15, 2018, God directed AJ to focus on teaching all ministries the importance of media in his church. Since this day, AJ has helped over 100,000 ministries all over the world to, quote, modernize their media ministry. He continues to teach on his YouTube channel, on Facebook, and through his books on the importance of media ministry in a cost-effective way. 
This week's episode, I will admit, is a highlight of my Ministry Monday episodes and interviews this year, and I strongly encourage you to watch the video version of this episode as well. You can find it on NPM's YouTube channel, NPM Livestream, as well as ministrymonday.org. Okay, so today I am talking to AJ Holmes. Hi, AJ. How are you? Good, and yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for being willing to chat on Ministry Monday today. Um, so before I really start talking, would you mind just kind of sharing um, who you are, or I should say where you currently serve as a as a minister? Sure. Um, I am, well, I, I'll be light with the, the title. I haven't been given the title of minister. I am a minister of music, okay. um, but I've been playing <laughs> for, I got to be careful when I say that, but um, I've been playing <laughs> since I've been uh, seven um, I'm 42 now, so I'm one of the musicians at Antioch Baptist Church, as well as New Hope Baptist Church in New Canton, Virginia. Antioch Baptist is in um, Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Okay, cool. So, so you are a musician too, of course. What what instruments do you play? I have to ask. It's a, you know, um, church music podcast. <laughs> well, well, I got my keyboard over here, but nice. I play keyboard, um, piano, organ, trombone, baritone, tuba. That's it. You know, just, just, you know, that many. <laughs> yeah, It's been a while. The, the brass instruments have been middle school, high school and college. I still play on occasion, but not as much as I used to. Have you been able to play any of those brass instruments because of COVID? Have you noticed that kind of changing in your participation? Um, no, we, we normally would add um, Antioch at the end of the year. Sometimes we would get people who played instruments, high school and older folks who ever played. And we would have like a um, Christmas ensemble to play different songs. We haven't done that in a while, but mm-hmm. that's the only time. And then sometimes if, if I feel like it, I would, I would bring my trombone out and play if I had another person to play the piano and I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So the reason that I found you is that I have been searching YouTube for good tutorials on OBS as that's what I'm currently using at my church for live streaming. And I came across your YouTube channel and it was so well produced. And you talk so much about something called media ministry, which is kind of where I wanted to start. So, you know, bird's eye view, like what is media ministry? Um, I mean, I'm a preacher's kid, so I've been in church forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so media ministry at the beginning was just the person who went and turned on the sound system. <laughs> but now, um, because of technology, it has evolved. And like I used to like to use the term that I call right now, um, an e-missionary where we digitally share God's word online. Mm-hmm. Um, meet the days of just turning on the lights, the cameras and the sound system um, are well before COVID have been um, a tool that a lot of us have not been using at all. But COVID has forced people to say, you know what, we can minister instead of sending missionaries out, we're doing the same thing, but we're sending it digitally over Zoom, over Facebook, over YouTube, and it just evolved from there. If you don't mind me asking, what has your church been doing in light of COVID or maybe like where you started this time last year and then now what you're doing in terms of you know outreach and engagement technologically? Well, it's, it's, it's a ever-growing type of situation because... Mm-hmm. Um, my the church where I'm at, we have an older congregation. So I jokingly, they always say that I'm turning um, the media booth into the Starship Enterprise um, <laughs> because I 
I like to be on the forefront of technology. We were capable of live streaming maybe three years before COVID happened. Wow. Um, and great. it was, and it was just one of those things that I was trying to do. And it was kind of like, Hey, this isn't, you know, we're not really that concerned about it. Um, and it was kind of a, a niche thing. Um, cause it was thought of, Oh, this is just meant for members who don't want to come to church. It never thought, wait a minute. It's not necessarily for, members of the church, we can go to the highways and hedges and minister to people who we may never meet. Um, that was my whole thought about the whole thing. Um, and then when COVID hit, it was like, uh, hey, AJ, um, th thank you for doing that thing that we told you we thought was silly. You know, type <laughs> of thing. Yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, when, you know, I'm not sure what your area did. I'm sure it pretty much shut down this time last year, if it's anything like what I know. Um, uh, I would say yes and no. Okay. My, my pastor lives right across the street. So he, oh, okay. he walks across and then it was like, he's comfortable in the sanctuary. So it was him and I would be in the media booth running the live stream. And mm -hmm. that was, it was pretty much just us. Um, mm -hmm. And then slowly started adding people who were staying socially distanced, maybe seven, mm -hmm. five people or something like that. And then he wanted some music. And then it was like, I would run from upstairs, come downstairs to play, go back up. And then we started adding maybe like a praise team of like maybe three people. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we have <laughs> able to put people 20 feet apart. So we, we were going from there. So we were still ministering, but then my personal push was to, we can reach not just our congregation, but we can effectively reach more people. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. And so let's talk about effectively reaching more people. Um, so in terms of media ministry and virtual engagement, um, what are some of the best practices that you would recommend for a church minister who, to be honest, might be new to really getting their technology and their e-missionary efforts off the ground? Start with what you got. Um, we started originally, um, when I started, I started with a webcam um, and it was just to get started. Um, and then ultimately everybody has what you need to get started. I mean, it's a modern smartphone can do. Um, I have a lot of people that are saying, oh, I need to like right now, I got a whole bunch of cameras around me right now. And, you know, we could play around and be like, oh, you got an overhead camera, you got this camera, your computer, and all. you can do all that. But I say, that doesn't matter. Start with what you got. Because I, I believe in the message is more important than the tech. And once you start giving the message and reaching people, um, the blessing will come to expand into other areas. We started with that webcam and then it blossomed into what we have right now. And I'm still trying to work more, not from a tech standpoint, but we can do better. It's not that we have to do um, better cameras and all this other stuff. No, it's like, if we have the ability to do better, why not? But if you only have this, start with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And let's say, um, let's say you have then one step above that. Let's say maybe your pastor approved some money and you, he approved a line item for media ministry and you have mm -hmm. a chance to maybe get a permanent camera or something like that. What would be the next thing that someone would want to look into? I would think, um, I, I actually just came from my church doing some stuff. The first thing I would say, if you don't have a computer, 
because most of the time when you go into the store to get a computer, they're trying to sell you one. They won't tell you exactly what you need. So the average computer you buy from the store can't do live streaming. But we got one of these. Um, this is an A10 Mini Pro. Um, and this little box, um, originally the big version of this is what we installed at our church. That was in total of all the equipment was maybe to live stream was like $4,000. You can get this that replaces all of that. And this is $600. And, um, and just, just for someone who's totally new or who, who's maybe listening to the audio version of this, what is that that you're holding? This is an ATEM television, um, ATEM mini video switcher. This little switcher will allow you to connect up to four different devices to it. Switch is about the size of a um, half the size of an iPad. And you can hook internet to it, hook your phone to it as a tether. And you can live stream from this box and do everything from here. You can bring in sound from a microphone from your sound system. Um, can't we start it with a camera from actually here is the camera. We Here's the camera we started with was a $200 camera from Walmart that we started <laughs> with. And you can pair this with all of this and it would give you a production that can fit inside of a saddlebag. Um, so it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to get started. But I mean, they, it's so much stuff that you can do. I would say that step up, start with like, like a Canon R800, which is a good camcorder that starts at like $200. And then granted you need good lighting that to work but i mean that should be fine and then maybe an atem and then that that makes it really simple that it's just press a button and then go and that's it and so too um and just so you know unfortunately my my zoom froze for just a half second as you were saying that you had a degree in computer science and you were explaining really quickly and then we came right back as you were saying how to choose a computer yep no problem so so really, like you said, like all you really need is that the uh, the black magic box you just showed us before, basic standard level handy cam, something that's decent quality, and then a computer to connect the two and to kind of have them communicate with each other. Is that a good assessment? Well, a little bit. Um, okay. You really don't need a computer. You need a computer just to set where you're going to stream to right. and okay. to do some advanced stuff. But mm -hmm. honestly, once you get that ATEM switcher and just say, I want to go to YouTube. I want to mm -hmm. go to Facebook. That's it. And then you just connect the sound and the camera and you just press buttons on that ATEM switcher and that's it. And you don't really need a computer unless you need to change something. Wow. That's great. I honestly didn't know that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so um, in terms of then software, okay, you, you mentioned, of course, I want to live stream to YouTube, I want to live stream to Facebook. Um, is there any specific live streaming software that you recommend? I like OBS, but if we were going down that path of the ATEM Mini, there's no software that's needed. Right, okay. Um, yeah. It just does it there, but like right now, I'm using the ATEM for us to talk right now, so it can connect to a computer and use OBS, vMix mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It all depends on what direction you wanna go. And there's, you have the level of simplicity, like we talked about, you just hook the camera up, hit go and you're done. Or you can do a, a full production if you really want to. It just, it depends on your level of creativity and what level that you want to start at. Um, I don't ever wanna tell people like, they look at my setup and they're like, there's no way I could do that. I was like, neither could I. If, if I go back in time four years, I would have thought, no, 
but you know, you start with where you got, and then ultimately the necessity has gotten me to where I'm at, to where I knew how to do this stuff. Again, we started with a webcam, that's it. But then it was like, wait a minute, I can't see who's on the pulpit because we're 50 feet away. Right. Let's get another camera. Mm-hmm. And then it evolved from there. So. Mm-hmm. Let's go kind of live streaming 202 if this if that's okay. I mm-hmm. actually have a specific question for you myself. Okay. Um, so I found one of your YouTube videos about broadcasting something that's pre-recorded on OBS. And this is something that I myself am still learning about. I know that it's people have asked me how to do it. So would you mind explaining? And I understand that, you know, some who are listening may not be able to like see anything, but would you mind briefly explaining how you would do that on OBS? Sure. I like OBS because yes, it can live stream, Mm -hmm. but live streaming is nothing but broadcasting video live. The only difference is instead of live streaming it, I just record it. Um, So like in OBS, if I come over here, so I can come in here inside of OBS. um, I can come in here and say, oh, um, I don't think I can loop myself into it right now. But normally you can record anything inside of here. And instead of hitting the stream button, you just hit record and it will record it as a video. You can do whatever you want to, or somebody can send you a video and you put it in here. And for like, for example, I can come over here. This is my um, setup for, um, we live stream sports for a school. So I can come in here and this is a pre-made video that I have linked that will work the exact same way. So when I come over here, See, it's playing a video. This could be anything. It's been pre-recorded, and this is the production of your stream. So you can have an intro, a countdown, whatever. And once it's finished playing, it's a scene like in a movie. When this scene is over, I just go over to something else. So you just come into OBS. Here, you come down to the bottom, add a source, and you add a media source call it whatever you want to. And now you point it to the video that has been recorded that you've recorded yourself. Somebody else has sent to you. You just load it in here. So let me like load a a video that I just did for YouTube this morning. So this is a video that I recorded, edited, did everything. And then now it just plays right there. And when I start live streaming, people are seeing that instead of it being live. That's pretty much it. So you can get it set up where you can have the video ready through what you just said and then hit start streaming and then they would automatically see what you have there. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. And that that's such a good idea too, I think for churches who maybe would want to do, you know, um, some type of maybe concert, except right now, because we're not having lots of people in the church at the same time, they could record maybe one person playing piano or one person singing by themselves with just a pianist and then kind of put it together into a mini concert and then live stream it as if it is live. But like you said, it's just being broadcast essentially. Yeah. My, um, my sister, I actually helped her with, um, that at their church, that's what they do. Um, they will record, um, they'll, their main musician will send out an instrumental and actually I'm working on doing this at my church as well too, recording an entire instrumental, sending that to everyone. And they just put their phone up. They're listening to the song in headphones. So it doesn't pick up an echo. They record themselves singing because it's in time, 
they mail it and then somebody just edits it and makes a virtual choir out of it. I mean, we're, we're doing the same thing. I think in about a week, I'm bringing in all our musicians at the church. We're going to record the musicians, no singers at all, send it to our praise dancers, send it to our choir, and we're going to all record each individual and then bring it together. And then we're going to play that as a pre-recorded video to our congregation, to people who are physically there, as well as our live stream. Wow, that's awesome. And what, what software, if you don't mind me asking, what software are you using to put all those virtual choir pieces together? Because that's a question I often get to. I use DaVinci Resolve. That's um, also made by Blackmagic, which mm -hmm. is actually completely free. You're kidding. <laughs> yep. I did not know. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. looking that one up. Yeah, don't get the studio version. The studio version is the one that you have to pay for. Mm -hmm. But I've been using the regular DaVinci Resolve for mm -hmm. five years, and I've never had to pay a dime for it. And I do everything on YouTube, everything in my church, all of my customers, my clients. That's what I use for everything for the last five years, our sports videos, everything. And that's so great to know, too, that DaVinci Resolve and OBS, both free. I mean, yes. both free. So you really, like you said, like if for some reason in a pinch, someone wanted to start live streaming for Holy Week, because we're recording this during, you know, right before Easter, they could. I mean, really, if you had a phone and a little bit of technology, um, a, a lot of the, the bones, if you will, are free or they're very affordable. I think some people forget that. Yeah, like I have an iPad over here and then I have an Android. You can spend $5 for either one and you can, I think it's called a Droid Cam to where you can hook this up over a USB cable into your computer and it shows up like a webcam, the exact same thing for the iPad. That's, it will cost you $5 to get started because OBS is free, everything. That's, that's pretty much it. That's awesome. That is so great. So the last thing I want to talk about, because I, I could nerd out with you for a really long time on all this, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but let's just say someone's listening or watching and they really do want to really dig deep into this entire media ministry, but they, they, they have a lot to learn. Um, you offer something in particular. I'd love for you to uh, kind of share with the viewers and listeners. Okay. Well, I have about three different avenues. Um, what I really like to do is I believe, um, me personally, I, I have a strong belief in certain things. Um, I believe that um, the biggest trick all of us have been fooled into is to thinking that we're different. Um, I have worked with um, Catholics, Lutheran, Protestant, Baptist, Church of God in Christ. I mean, work with everybody and you know, we, we all have the same purpose. So what I did is I made a Facebook group called um, Modern Media Ministry Made Easy. And anyone can join. And it's almost, we have a collection of over 2,200 media ministries from all over the world. Oh, and wow. we're all working together. So somebody could say, oh, I have this camera and there's at least 300 ministries is working with the same thing. And we're all with the same purpose of working together. Um, I, I jokingly tell everybody, I run that group with an iron fist with um, Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. If you, if you try to live stream in a group, you get hammered out. And we don't, we don't talk about color creed denomination. We're about working together. Um, that's one avenue, which is completely free. You just have to agree to not live stream inside the group. And that's it. Um, we also, um, I have one book that's in the works. Another one is available right now um, called same name, Modern Media Ministry Made Easy, How to Let Your Message Outlive You. 
Um, and it's mainly talking not from a technical standpoint, it's just more of telling ministers and pastors the importance of this is not a replacement, it's a tool. Mm. Um, and if you don't want to use it, that's fine. Just stop saying that God is against it. <laughs> that's the main thing of that book. The second book I'm working on right now is now Modern Media Ministry um, Made Easy is cut out. And it says, is now necessary how to minister online 2021 and beyond. And I'm still working on that. That should be released in about two months. Um, both of those you can find on Amazon, um, Kindle. Um, and then the last one is I have a course where I'm teaching the basics of live streaming, um, go through everything from the type of computer you need to get, how to set up OBS, the concept, the mindset, the workflow, how to get everything done. Um, and you can always go to modernmediaministry.com and register for that course. And once you pay for it, it's yours forever. Um, I'm working at updating that because the tech has changed. Um, but th those are a bunch of avenues. And then, like I said, it's like I, you can always go to um, see me on YouTube, AJ the CEO, AJ, AY, the CEO. And I'm always doing some type of video every single day in some form of capacity for media ministry. And your videos are great. They are Thank so you. well produced and well done. And you, I don't remember, I should have looked this up to be honest, before we started talking, how many subscribers do you have? Like, I was so impressed. As of right now, I think I'm at 37,100 and something. Yeah. I mean, I it's, think like it's, this time last year, I was at a um, thousand. <laughs> so what a difference a year makes, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm going to put all that information in the show notes of the episode too. So if you are listening or watching and you're interested in any of those options, I'll put everything in the show notes so you can check it out yourself too. So AJ, I thank you so much for your time and also your passion and devotion clearly to ministry this way, because as you've kind of alluded, it's a tool and, but it is such an effective, I believe too, and a powerful tool that you can reach people that you wouldn't have necessarily reached before. So thank you for sharing your passion and helping us to hopefully minister the same way. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Thanks so much to AJ for his time today. For more information about AJ and all of the technological offerings and educational opportunities that he provides, check out the show notes of this episode at ministrymonday.org. The recording of Taste and See was produced by GIA Publications, and the theme music for this episode was produced by Aaron Schaus. Today's episode of Ministry Monday was produced by me, Amanda Bruce. That's it for today. With the Spirit's gifts empowering us for the work of ministry, thanks for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for part three next Monday.
worship the Lord.